Thanks for joining us today. You're listening to Laugh Again with Phil Calloway. Back in 2003, British Prime Minister Tony Blair went to Washington, D.C. and spoke to a joint session of Congress. Early in his speech, he said, On our way down here, Senator Frist was kind enough to show me the fireplace where in 1814 the British burned the Congressional Library. I know this is kind of late, but uh, sorry. <laughs> hey, it was only 200 years late. Apologies. Have you made a few? Perhaps you've gone to a store to pick out an apology card. In a store devoted to cards, one section read, Sorry for my actions. I was curious. Flipping through those cards, I found mostly excuses. I'm sorry, I wasn't thinking. I didn't mean it. I experienced temporary insanity. I forgot. I'm sorry for offending you. Here's an apology from a kid. Dear Brody, Miss P made me write you this note. All I want to say sorry for is for not being sorry, because I tried to feel sorry, but I don't. (laughs) That was Liam. Wow. Adults do the same thing, don't we? One said, sorry for the mean, awful, accurate things I've said. Someone painted huge letters on a building. I'm sorry for this graffiti. Well, I don't think you're sorry at all. One Halloween, a mom left on the table a note for her kids and surrounded it with empty wrappers. It said, a pregnant woman lives here and ate all your candy. Under it was a big frowny face. (laughs) Someone took out a classified ad in the newspaper. I kind of like it. To the driver who beeped at me for going out of turn at the four-way stop, 13th and Belmont, 6 p.m. Thursday the 20th, I was wrong. You were right. I'm sorry. (laughs) Here's another pretty good apology. Dear Chris, sorry, dude. I ate the rest of your pizza and breadsticks. I was really hungry, but that's no excuse. I will buy pizza for all of us next week to atone for my crimes. A meaningful apology makes no excuse. It never includes the words but or if I offended you. A genuine apology makes it much easier to forgive. It softens rage and humiliation erodes misunderstanding, shows respect, builds trust. When we accept blame and apologize, we show regret, accept responsibility, and provide a remedy. Officer Andrew Collins falsified a police report and Jamil McGee was thrown into prison for four years. Sitting in his cell, McGee wanted nothing more than to kill the cop who lied about him. Anger consumed him. Though he would be exonerated, he had lost everything. Meanwhile, Officer Collins was exposed for who he was, and he too spent time behind bars. In prison, both men came to ultimate freedom through faith in Jesus Christ. The hate had me messed up for a while, McGee said, but finally he surrendered that hate to God. First, Collins confessed his sin to God, then to investigators and to his wife. In 2015, the two men learned that they were working together at the same company. So, in humility, Collins told McGee, Honestly, I have no explanation. All I can do is say I'm sorry. It was pretty much what I needed to hear, McGee remembers, and he offered Collins the gift of forgiveness. Both had experienced the incomparable grace and mercy of God, and they were reconciled. Fools make fun of guilt, says Proverbs 14.9, but the godly acknowledge it, and seek reconciliation. Collins says, if you're holding something against someone, let go of the bitterness because it's like drinking poison, hoping it's hurting them. Let's not make excuses. Let's make things right. Don't use a card and don't wait 200 years. And don't say what one adult said. I'm sorry for what I said to you. I snapped, but I had low blood sugar.
Laugh-Again, we're on a mission to speak the joy of Jesus into life's inevitable challenges. With your generous gifts, together we can create moments of joy and connection that leave a lasting impact. Your contributions provide a beacon of light that illuminates countless lives, and we are so grateful and blessed for your partnership. To make a donation today, just visit laughagain.us. Laugh Again, truth bringing laughter to life.